0: Welcome to The Wellness Coach on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Edie Summers, and we have a really amazing um, interview and show today. I hesitate to use the word show, but this is um, a Blog Talk Radio, and I am very grateful and excited, and um, actually, really, I feel very honored and blessed to welcome as my guest today um, bestselling author Heather Ash Amora. And we're going to be talking about how you as a woman can become truly empowered. Um there I feel like the time is really ripe for this. And so um please feel free to call into the studio if you would like. Um the number is six one nine you can speak directly with Heather Ash, which is um, a pretty amazing opportunity. Um, It is no secret that women today are juggling a lot. We now make up more than half the workforce in the United States and are busier than ever with partners, children, family, and friends, often putting the needs of others ahead of our own. And if we feel overwhelmed by it or fall short of perfection, many of us have learned to be our own worst critic rather than our own best friend. In Warrior Goddess Training, best-selling author Heather Ash Amara provides the antidote to the flawed idea that you are not enough. Heather Ash Amara is the founder of TOSI, the Toltec Center of Creative Intent, based in Austin, Texas which fosters local and global community that support authenticity, awareness, and awakening. She is dedicated to inspiring depth, creativity, and joy by sharing the most potent tools from a variety of world traditions. Heather Ash studied and taught extensively with Don Miguel Ruiz, author of The Four Agreements, and continues to teach with the Ruiz family. She brings this open-hearted, inclusive worldview to her writings and teachings, which are a rich blend of Toltec wisdom, European shamanism, Buddhism, and Native American ceremony. She is the author of Warrior Goddess Training and the Toltec Path of Transformation and No Mistakes, How You Can Change Adversity into abundance. So I'm going to welcome Heather Ash into the studio right now. Um, Heather Ash, hi. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here today. How are you? Good. Thanks so much, Edie, for having me. I'm excited to be on the show. Well, I'm excited to have you here, and thank you so much um, for being here today. Um, it's a real honor for me, and I I feel like there's, um, there's so much that we can talk about. Um, I would love to start at a point of um, where it feels really uh, relevant, I think, for me and I'm sure a lot of other women. Um, I'm actually here on your website, heatherashamara.com, and um, you have a post here talking about warrior goddess training from head to toes. And if it's okay with you, I just wanted to read the very beginning of this. Um, blog or uh, maybe just a couple paragraphs here. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So this is what it says. I love sassy, free, vibrant women, women who know what they want, women who are willing to be vulnerable, women who love themselves as they are with no apologies, women who honor, respect, support, and cherish themselves, women who can look you in the eye and apologize when they've made a mistake women who shine their unique light into the world, women who aren't afraid to be exactly who they are meant to be. Um, And and I'm going to read just the next paragraph here. It saddens me that it is rare to find a woman who passionately loves herself. couldn't agree with that more. It saddens me how we so often hate our bodies, how we disrespect ourselves by putting everyone else before and above us, and how we constantly compare ourselves to others or to an idealized image of who we think we should be. It saddens me that so many of us say we are sorry when someone steps on our toe and get habituated to apologizing for our very existence. Um, These two paragraphs really struck a really deep chord with me. And I was wondering if you could expand on this whole idea of apologizing first how we do apologize for our very existence so often but yet what the reverse of that is is um, how we can actually be warrior goddesses and step into our power and what does that really look like when we're when a woman is not afraid to be exactly who she is what does that look like and feel like
1: <laughs>
0: great question <laughs> well for me the it is right.
1: It's time for us as women to step back into our power. And, you know, we've been so blessed that we have a lot of external freedoms. We have the freedom to vote, to choose who we want to mate with. We have freedom around career. But for many of us, we're still not free inside. We're still mm. chained to an idea of who we should be. And what I see is that many of us have this, I think about it as like a second self, a second aspect standing next to us, and it's Mm -hmm. the person we think we're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And so we don't live actually in our own bodies, in our own experience. We're constantly looking outside of ourselves to compare ourselves to who we think we're supposed to be, who we wish we were, who we were in the past, rather than just really deeply loving ourselves, who we are, and our expression in the Mm -hmm. world. And so Mm. that's my passion right now is to create an inner revolution so that women can come back to find what's their authenticity and what is our freedom inside? How do we get free on the inside so that we're happy, that we're in service without caretaking and so we know how to say yes fully and we know how to say no fully and that Mm -hmm. we don't
0: have to apologize because we're holding I should be someone else. And, and Rush, I just, I find this so relevant, and it's something that I think about a lot. Um, and, I, and I wonder, and I know that other women think about this too. And then I think the question that always comes up for me is, how do I do this? Um, and I, is this what your book is all about, is how to do it, or... Is it, I'm just, I'm curious, because I think, I feel like this is where I get stuck, is um, I feel like I'm always, Sometimes I feel like sometimes I do step into my power, but then I find myself stepping back out. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I wrote a whole book just on that. <laughs>
1: so my first book is called The Toltec Path of Transformation. And I wrote that book because I got really curious, why is it that? See so many people, including myself, like make a big change and then step back out of it again, mm-hmm. and it's hard to create lasting change. And so, mm-hmm. um, both of mm-hmm. my books, and especially Warrior Goddess Training, are really, really practical. Mm-hmm. I am not one about theory. I am definitely one about how do we take wisdom and bring it into our lives so that we're integrated and we're really living. new way. and The truth is it takes time, it takes perseverance but there are really specific tools that we can start bringing Mm -hmm. into our life to help create that transformation so that we become more aware of the places where we're apologizing for ourselves or diminishing ourselves or giving our power away or comparing ourselves. So that's one of the first steps is just the awareness Mm -hmm. and once we have the awareness then to begin to take new action, make mm-hmm. new steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a couple tools in the book that, that I'll just talk about briefly because they're so powerful. And one is called recapitulation. It's a pretty simple Toltec technique that's about gathering energy from your past. And mm-hmm. one of the things that why recapitulation is profound is it's, it helps teach us how to move from how most women have been habituated to lose energy like mm-hmm. out of fear out of not enoughness out of feeling not worthy we have a tendency to lose energy if something happens and we lose energy when we go into fear mm-hmm. when we go into fear mm-hmm. and so when we really learn to rewire ourselves we stop losing energy and start mindfully going back into our past and gathering up any place that we've lost our life force, Hmm. places that we went against ourselves, places where we acted out of fear, places where we took on other people's beliefs or agreements. Mm -hmm. And so we start learning how to be in our being in a really different way. And so the moment, like now, as I move through the world, I'm very aware of my own energy. And if I notice that I'm getting depleted or I feel I'm losing my creativity or my enthusiasm, I'm like, huh, what's going on? And I can Mm -hmm. really, usually fairly quickly track what happened. So I can (laughs) give a great example of that if you want. That's
0: great. That would be great.
1: Um, I was... This was a little bit ago. It's such a perfect example. I was at a bookstore, one of my favorite places on the planet. I was really happy, and I was looking at all these books. And five minutes later, I walked out of the bookstore. I sat in my car, and I realized I was really depressed and low energy. Mm -hmm. And I went, well, wait a minute. What happened? And Mm I walked myself back through. Did I feel happy? What happened? And what I saw by looking back was that I'd been standing in front of the bookshelves, and my mind, I didn't catch it at the time. I only ca- caught it later. But what my mind was saying was, oh, my God, look at all these books. Everything's already been written. There's no way you're going <laughs> to write a book that anybody's interested in.
0: Mm. It, they've all
1: been written. Just give up your Hmm. Wow. Was obviously before I wrote my books. Yeah. <laughs> and if I hadn't caught that, I may have never written a book. Because mm-hmm. that judgmental, right. you can't do it voice. But happily, I was able to go back and go, oh, right, that isn't true. I don't want to put my energy towards that. And I consciously said, yes, I will write a book, and there's plenty of space for me, and reset it. So there's stories that we tell ourselves, and this is one of the, the main parts of warrior goddess training, is training mm-hmm. ourselves to look at what are the old stories that don't serve us any longer,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then how to rewrite them with love. Hmm, I love that. How to rewrite them with love. And Heather, Ash, is it necessary to go into your past in order to rewrite your story? I mean, I know that you, do, you work with shamanism. I've, I've, done, I've done some work with um, shamanism as well, and I find it really powerful. Um, and I'm, I'm also curious. I, I'd also love to know exactly what Toltec wisdom is. I'm, I think for myself, and I'm sure a lot of other people would love to know what it is. But I'm curious do you find it necessary to go into your past to rewrite your story? Or is it something that you can do? I mean, obviously, we're always living in the present moment. And I don't want to over-intellectualize this. I want to make it accessible for people. But I'm also wondering, where exactly does our power lie? I mean, it, it clearly lies in the present moment. But is it necessary to revisit our past, especially if we're talking about shamanism? It's not
1: necessary. It can be helpful but mm-hmm. it's, it's true, it's not necessary. What's important is that we're paying attention to what we're doing with our awareness, attention, and energy in the present. Mm. And often where we live, like we might physically be in the present, present, mm. but mm. our thoughts go into the past or go into the future. Yes. That's the so more true. we can just yeah hook our attention mm. to here. What I say is if, if you can bring 100% of your attention here in this moment, there's nothing mm-hmm. else to do to, but enjoy it.
0: Mm-hmm. But, I love that. Right? Then mm-hmm. all,
1: you would just enjoy it. Most of mm-hmm. us don't have that capacity to show up 100%. Mm-hmm. So if we can't, then we can go, okay, well, where am I showing up? And is that really where I want to be putting my attention? Mm-hmm. So my support for everyone is that to come into the present and then just to be mindful of where the place is, what's arising in the present moment. And if you can start changing your story in the present moment, then you're mm-hmm. good to go. Mm-hmm. And if you and find so, things are... Oh in, go ahead, see Oh, go ahead. Um, just that if you find things are enduring, that you can't quite... You keep finding the same thing cycling,
0: even though you mm-hmm. keep shifting it in the present, then you might want to go into the past. And you have to go. Then you might want to consider going into the past to to re, is it literally rewriting your story? I love how you say rewriting your story with love. Is that specific to women? That yeah. it is.
1: Hmm.
0: Can you it's, could you expand that? So imp- yeah, it's so
1: important for everyone, and and I think it's especially important for women because our usually our self esteem is so low, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we think we're always doing it wrong. And Mm -hmm. what I've found is is when we try and make changes out of frustration or I don't like who I am, I have to change, or I'll only be lovable if I change, Mm -hmm. then we're coming from an attitude that's not a healing attitude. We're coming from more Mm -hmm. of a punishment, I'm not good enough attitude. Mm -hmm. And when we can hold ourselves in a new way, there's a chapter in the book about holding yourself in a new container, and that continues mm-hmm. with compassion and love. When we can hold ourselves in a new way, then we recognize every agreement and belief we've had served us in some way mm-hmm. at some mm-hmm. time. Even if in the present we realize, oh, this isn't so great. We, we chose to do it for some reason. Bring that self-love and self-compassion, or at least awareness. We can't quite get to self-love yet. That comes just awareness and compassion for what we've been through and why we've acted the way that we have, then it's usually much easier to make changes in the present.
0: Mm, I see. That makes a lot of sense. sense. I mean, I think that um, women especially are so hard on themselves. I think it's almost we're so habituated to it we don't even notice it. And, of course, that's going to exactly. eat away at our self-esteem. Um, it's just so ingrained um, in our exactly. culture. Um, and, I, and again, I go back to um, your definition of what, to me, sounds like an empowered woman, a sassy, free, vibrant woman, a woman who knows what she wants, a woman who's willing to be vulnerable. I find that... I find a lot of fear myself around this, about around feeling vulnerable. I, I used to think of it as that I was that I was showing weakness. And isn't it true though that for women it's the opposite? That that is where your power lies. I mean that, and also living from a place of uh, coming from a place of love. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And vulnerability does not mean weakness. It really means strength. The way we're talking about it. <laughs> So vulnerability mm-hmm. is our willingness to be honest with ourselves mm. and to be honest mm. with others. And it doesn't mean you have to go out and go, this is who I am to everybody in the world. <laughs> but the one right. closest to you, where vulnerability happens is to the people closest to you when there's parts you want to hide of yourself or you don't think they're, that you're good enough. Um, the, the vulnerability is the bringing forward your humanness. And sometimes mm. we are trying so hard to compensate for the places that we feel inadequate that mm. we create armoring around ourselves to create mm-hmm. a, I, I'm fine, everything's fine.
0: And instead of going deeply so, into it, instead of instead of showing, yeah, instead of showing yeah. what we're feeling and who we are, and and lo and behold, that's, that's actually where we find our strength and power, by being vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And and it's a a
1: beautiful new way to support ourselves. And and as more women start talking to each other and -hmm. really talking about what our actual experience is and then supporting each other and getting more powerful, and this is what's important, is I've seen this happen sometimes in women's groups. This is part of my original, like 20 years ago, desire to write this book, was that sometimes, as women, we get together and we end up just bitching at with each other, of just mm-hmm, complaining, mm-hmm. of just sharing all the things that aren't working and places that we're upset, and we end mm-hmm. up supporting each other and being victimized without mm-hmm. even realizing it.
0: Yes. Oh wow. That's yeah. That's really, that's, a, that's an insight right there. I think it's yeah. um, moving out of that place of feeling victimized because I. I think that a lot of women can relate to that even if or or recognize it on a really subtle level, even if it's subconscious. Um, I know that I definitely do this. I tend to relate to life as a victim, and that's awful. it's a horrible feeling, and whereas at the same time, like I know that my true self is really powerful i I feel her and I know her, and she comes out a lot. It's just that I mm-hmm. will go back behind this story that I tell myself, like, oh, I've been through this, and I've been through that, and so, and this happened to me, so, and that takes away my power right away, and not not to mention my energy.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's not about negating what we've been through,
0: Mm -hmm. but it's
1: about not going, oh, therefore, I am broken or not enough, which is where we create the victim. Instead, Mm -hmm. we change the story and say, I went through this, and it actually helped me become stronger, or it made me more compassionate, or it made me be more present with people. To look at what Mm -hmm. the gifts are of what we've been through, how what we've been through has created strength, rather than looking at it from the the lens of, it's now created not enoughness in me, Mm or created all Mm -hmm. these problems. Mm Yeah, yeah. And... I think it's really important for women that we we support each other in letting ourselves I have a friend that we have a, an agreement if we're going if we need to vent or if we need support. Mhm. And venting is the conscious like I just need to get everything out and then we can talk about it or I just need to say it and then I'm done. Okay. So mm-hmm. I also don't want to support all of us as women to not go into I'm just going to pretend that I'm fine all the time because I'm not going to be a victim. Because that doesn't work either. Then we're like shoving part of ourselves down
0: mm-hmm. in order to mm-hmm. be
1: something we think we're supposed to be. So what your God is training is about really accepting all of ourselves fully. Accepting the part mm-hmm. of us that feels okay. scared. Accepting mm-hmm. the part of ourselves that wants to be loved so desperately. Accepting the part of ourselves that is jealous. Whatever okay. we are, whatever arises, mm-hmm. to, to accept all mm-hmm. of ourselves. And that none of these things define us, but then we get to choose where we want to put our energy. Mm, and I if love that. We support each other in that way. Of like, oh, sweetie, you're feeling scared. Talk about it. Okay, now where do you want to put your attention?
0: Mm-hmm. And I love now, how. Oh, you're, you're feeling
1: think- victimized. Let that speak. And now, okay, now where do we right. want to put our attention?
0: All right. How can we? How can we notice? Notice what we're feeling um and then make a a conscious choice to um focus on something else. empower more empowering. Yeah. And I love um two things. Um is I, I absolutely do believe that um the road to empowerment does involve the support of other women. Um because I, I believe that we are all deeply, deeply connected and um it's I have amazing friends and I I think there's a reason for that and i i feel like you know i've we we can all tap into each other more and like use the word support more and use that um network that we naturally have to step yeah. into our power um that's that's at our that's a gift that we that we have and then i i know that you keep mentioning um the word agreements and i was wondering if you could talk really briefly about toltec wisdom um and what are the What is an agreement exactly? Is that part of what Toltec wisdom is? I know from the four agreements, um, I've read that book a, wha- a while ago, but I'm wondering, is that what you're talking about? Is that, is that what Toltec wisdom is, or is that part of it? Yeah, it's a part of it for sure. So
1: the Toltecs were a group of people that chose to come together in South and Central Mexico. They are very curious about perception and how we create our reality. So the Toltec path is one of awareness, becoming aware of how we think, how we feel, how our we're in relationship to our body and our energy. And the one of the foundations is that all of us create agreements or take on agreements. So it may be that when you were a kid your mom heard you sing and said, "Oh, you have a terrible voice, you shouldn't sing." Hmm. And instead mm-hmm. of realizing that's her agreement we go oh my god i have a terrible b- voice and we take that on as truth mm-hmm. where it was just mom had a headache that day mm-hmm. and so we take we take things that happen in our life and then we decide they're true they become our agreements and so then maybe mm-hmm. i agree i'm never going to sing because i don't want to offend anybody and i don't have a good voice well mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. And we do this, you know, we make thousands of agreements without even realizing it sometimes. And so the path of the Toltec is about opening up our awareness to get clear what agreements do we want to keep and which ones don't serve us any longer. Mm -hmm. And that's a really Mm -hmm. joyful process of of sorting. I think of it as as house cleaning. Mm -hmm. Go to our own internal temple and say, oh, what what's what gets to stay here, and what do I want to put out? Like if, mm-hmm. Just like if you're cleaning a closet, you might realize, oh, this. You know, my mom gave this to me, and it never fit me. I'm going <laughs> to move it on. It, we have a lot mm-hmm. of agreements like that, that when we bring our awareness to them, we can make a conscious choice. And it's mm-hmm. that choice that
0: then brings us to our own freedom. uh which is what everyone wants, right? It's it's love and freedom, which are which are ultimately the, the same thing. I, I believe. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and and we could just I mean we could talk forever and I actually wish <laughs> we could um but I want to make sure that people first of all know where to go to find you. Um so and then also you have a boot camp coming up and then also if you wanted to talk about your, your book um, we have about four minutes left, so um, I'm going to mention your websites really quickly. There's heatherashamara.com and warriorgoddess.com. And um, would you like to talk about boot camp and um, anything else that you would like to mention?
1: Yeah, I would love to. So one of the gifts that I'm doing for folks that buy Warrior Goddess training is to there's a eleven day boot camp online boot camp that I have incredible rewiring so the next one's on mm-hmm. January sixth and it's a little lesson every morning that mm-hmm. is an inspiration as a guide for the day and there's tasks and some of the tasks are somewhat challenging they're simple but they're they're mm-hmm. to help you find your edge and push beyond it in order to live more from your authenticity. So anybody who's interested, just go to warriorgoddess.com. And if you buy the book online or if you buy it as a gift for a friend, it's a great way to do it too, is you can get a uh, boot camp for free. So
0: all that information is on the website. Oh, that's wonderful. And then, um, so your your book, um, you said it came out in September, is that correct? Warrior Goddess Training? Okay. Yes. It looks, it looks fantastic, um, and again, so timely and so relevant. Um, and I just want to mention your websites again: heatherashamara.com, dot com. That's A M A R A. Am I saying your last name correctly? I hope so. You are, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you've got it. <laughs> um, oh, good, that's good. And then your other website for your book—is that correct, or just in general, warriorgoddess.com? dot com? Is it for just specifically for your book, or it's got it, um,
1: different information on the warrior goddess movement?
0: So. <laughs> Great place uh, to get more information. Okay. Yes, yeah. Heather, um, I cannot thank you enough for being here. This is such an honor, it was really um, a true pleasure to meet you um, today. And um, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. And again, I'd love to have you come back sometime because, again, I, I we are. I feel like we touched on. We we got to the root of it. We got to the heart of it. Um, but this this topic, and uh, there's so much ground to cover in general. Um, um, thank you so much for being here, and um, thank you, everyone, for listening. And I hope to um, speak with you and meet up with you at some point in the future.
1: Sounds wonderful. Thanks so much, Edie, for all that you give and share. And blessings um, to everyone that's listening.
0: Thank you, Heather Ash. Um, I will talk to you in a little bit. Um, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. And um, thanks, everyone else, for listening. You have been listening to The Wellness Coach on Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in, and have a beautiful day.